Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
The Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live. Welcome, everyone, to the Beast from the East show, week 11. Guys, this is our first regular season. Uh, wrapping up here on the Beast from the East show uh, went by really fast. Um, how's it going, fellas? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, an exciting day of NFL football. We had some uh, good college football yesterday. So, High school football good. yesterday as well, huh? And we had some yeah, high school high football school yesterday. Football. bled over into the weekend. So, good weekend. Good weekend. Excited to get these picks in. Uh, fair warning. I don't care about my picks anymore. I'm not winning. So, I'm not going to throw no long shots like Corey is, but... Uh, um, I just I don't care about my picks anymore. Well, you can still win a week. You can still get a ten and zero week. Yeah, um, that's what I, I plan on getting a ten and zero. I'm just saying, as the overall, I've, I've, that's out of my grasp. Yeah. I threw my hail mary last week, yeah, you, and nobody caught it. You know, you still might want to try to do well enough to. Uh, there's this guy from DFW that's, that's kind of infiltrated our our uh, picks, and uh, he's trying to get ahead. I, I, I don't don't know if you want to throw away on that much, Kyle. No, 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 no. I'm like I said, I'm not doing the CM theory picks. I'm doing my picks, but I'm just coming with the first team that comes up. I'm not overthinking it and overanalyzing like I have been all year. Hey, maybe that will help you. Maybe. So if I throw a 10 and 0 here, then I'm never thinking about it again. <laughs> well, uh, I dropped I dropped one game, so I changed my pick uh with Tyler High and Longview and that didn't work. Well. That's why you don't go against the Lobos. It's a uh, it's a good theory there. Don't pick against the Lobos in district play. Um, anyway, so uh, I went to eight and two this week. Solid, solid uh, week for me. Um, you know, I had a couple that I missed. Uh, you know, it was kind of there were a lot of good games. I mean, honestly, that eight and two out of last week was really good. Um, we'll talk about that uh, tonight on the wrap up show. A little more in detail of how everybody stands and how everybody did this past week. But uh, guys, let's uh, let's move on. We've got a big week 11 coming up and a lot of good matchups. And, and pretty much, I think we kind of tried to make these uh, games, like these games matter this week. Got a lot of district championships on the line. You've got a lot of playoff seating implications on the line, just making the playoffs on the line. So a lot of good games this week in week 11. Um, let's just start it off. We have a matchup between the Mineola and Commerce. Um, this district's kind of up in arms right now. You've got uh, you've got Winsboro and Pottsboro have established themselves as kind of the top of the district, and then it's kind of these three teams down below. We've got Mineola three and two, Mount Vernon three and two, Commerce two and three, all trying to make their way into the playoffs here. Um, right now, for me, I'm, I'm thinking Mineola. I think uh, I think they're playing well right now. They kind of had some questionable games early. Uh, they lost to Canton, which is kind of a head scratcher. Uh, of course, we've seen Canton beat Brownsboro, you know, last week. So I don't I don't know. Uh, the West Rusk loss isn't a bad one. When how good West Rusk is, Bullard is playing pretty well this year. They've been competitive against some good teams in their district. So I think coming into this game, I think Mineola is the established team. They they know they've been there. You know, they lost a couple of guys off last year's team, but I still think that they're going to come in at home 
and get the win in Mineola? Um, I'm going to go with Mineola. I think that they are um, pretty much at this point. Um, I think they're better than Commerce, to be honest. Um, I, I just, you know, they, they've, they've had some losses this year, but I, I just think that they're a better team, uh, especially offensively. Uh, they have a really good team. So, um, yeah, I'm with Mineola on this one. Yeah, um, this game's kind of interesting. I said I wasn't going to overthink it. Okay, my gut says Mineola, so I'm taking Mineola. I'm okay. taking the Yellow Jackets. But for the purpose of this show, let me overthink it. Um, Commerce only has three losses, and it's to Winsboro, Mount Vernon, and Pottsboro. Mm-hmm. Three pretty good teams. The interesting thing here is Mineola beat Mount Vernon. So – if Commerce wins, and we're going to assume Mount Vernon loses to Pottsboro, then all three of those are three and three, and all three of them beat each other. So Commerce would have beaten Mineola, Mineola would have beaten Mount Vernon, and Mount and so I think in that because Mount Vernon then beat Commerce, so I don't know how that would all work out. Um, but if Mineola handles business, they should go in as a three seed into the playoffs, and that is a lot better going in as a three than as a. Uh, than as a four seed. So they still got to play either Jefferson, probably Jefferson in the first round. Um, so it's not going to be easy. But give me the Yellow Jackets, even though they struggled last week with Reigns. Yeah, and this is an interesting district because and, – and Commerce has to win. You know, they're in a yeah. spot. They, they, they're win. If they don't win, they're out. Right. They're right. at two and three. They are the uh, outlier. So that will be interesting there for sure. Um, but I think it should be a really good game. I, I've been in many Yellow at home. That's going to be a – We've, we've talked about that a lot, but that makes a difference um, being home in the confines of your own stadium. So, all right, let's move over to game two on the schedule. Um, kind of talked about this district just now, but Pottsboro and Mount Vernon. Um, you know, Pottsboro, we thought they would be competing with Winsboro, and then they they didn't really compete with them very well when they when they matched up. Um, Pottsboro's got one loss on the year, two Winsboro. And it was a 24-point win. So, Winsboro's ahead of the class. I think Mount Vernon right here, they're in an interesting spot. Okay, so they are now – they're 2-3 and three in district play. And if – or 3-2, and two, I'm sorry. So, if they win, they can put themselves in second place, right? Because they tie with Pottsboro at 4-2. and two. Now, I don't know how the – if if Mineola also wins at four and two, Kyle, that would be an interesting tiebreak scenario there. So if they put themselves with a win, they're for sure in. If they lose, they're at three and three, and then they have to start watching the other game to see how that's going to play out. So um, if I, if if Mount Vernon and Mineola both win, then you have the same scenario we just talked about, except with Pottsboro instead of right. Commerce. I mean, yeah. They all still beat up on each other. So yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know how that would seed out. Yeah. And the game is in Pottsboro. Um, I look, you look at me, or you look at uh, Mount Vernon. They've gotten better as the year goes on. We talked to our man Derek out there, Mount Vernon. They've got a young team. Uh, they're still trying to find guys in spots. Um, they've lost. They lost to Mineola. They lost to Sabine. I think that's the end one I, that I look at, and I'm like, hmm, that was an interesting loss. Um, but to me. I still think Pottsboro is is a solid number two in this district, and that's where I'm going. I'm going with Pottsboro in this one. 
I'm gonna go with Pottsboro um, because it, I, I really don't see anybody that would be capable of beating them after you know after the loss they took. Um, I, I just think that you know here's the thing you know when this year first started I, I had Pottsboro number one, um, but you know they you know they're a team that you know, for some reason likes to play behind, I guess, in the standings a little bit. But, um, I mean, we'll see. Should be an interesting game. Um, I don't really think it's going to be that close, to be honest. So, I'm going to go with Pottsboro. Yeah, I think Mount Vernon has improved this season, but I just – I think in this district you have Winsboro that's kind of on a tier by themselves, and then it's everybody else in that district. And I think of the everybody else in the district, Pottsboro is probably the the best out of the remaining teams. So I think, especially with Pottsboro being at home, give me the Pottsboro Cardinals over the Mount Vernon Tigers. All right. Game three, uh, Palestine and Athens, a virtual playoff game in week 11. Um, as they're both coming into the district at play at two and three, um, tied for that four spot, and it is a win or go home scenario. No other tie breaks needed. Uh, no other way this would be any different. Um, so it's one of those one of those games on week 10, week eleven. It's hard. You don't always see those because you know how who could plan the schedule out to you know have two teams facing each other week eleven that are going to be as, as meaningful a game as this, but it is. And so um, the game is in Palestine. I've seen uh, a little bit of both teams. Um, the Palestine tailback, does it think Stenman, he's, he's really impressive. Um, I just think Palestine's going to have too much for Athens. It's in Palestine. I'm taking the Palestine Wildcats. Well, here's the thing. Based off what I saw Saturday, um, when I called the game, um, Athens, you know, basically against Chapel Hill, they tried to do the same thing that Lindell did. Uh, only difference is Lindell had a better, sorry, excuse me, Chapel Hill had a better defense uh, in this game against something like that. And now you're looking at, okay, Athens, you know, now they're teetering. You know, they, they have to win, otherwise they're done. Um, and then with Palestine, um, I said that if Athens had picked up the win, that Palestine was pretty much done. Um, because I, I just didn't think that if 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 Athens had beat Chapel Hill, I, I just don't think that Palestine could hang with being tired on defense all night long. And now you're seeing um, Athens and who they are, uh, but they did lose. Palestine, they they have to win this game. Um, obviously, they're used to going to the playoffs almost every single year. Uh, Athens is not. Uh, Athens has pretty much had a you know a little bit of a bad team, you know, off team, you know, the past couple of years. But they have a good coach. Um, you know, they they have a really good quarterback, um, and you know they they have a they have a pretty big offensive line, as we all saw Saturday. So it was a good quarterback and a good good coach. Maybe I missed it. We talking about Athens. We're talking about yeah. We're talking about Athens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't give them that much credit. Yeah. Uh, 
No, uh, no, no, no. I was, I was just saying, I was just saying that it is a better improvement from what we saw last year. Because last year, they weren't really that good. But this year, if you would have told me that Athens would have been in a playoff position at the end of the year, I would have told you you were crazy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about controversy and everything like that and craziness with football. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Athens to make the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long. Well, the, uh, to answer your question, the last time they made the playoffs was 2019. So not too long ago. Oh, so my, so my freshman year. So 2019, um, I've been, I've been impressed with Athens here recently. Just the way they looked good in the first half against Chapel Hill on Saturday, um, were able to hit a couple of big plays, and then playing Kilgore as close as they did is is impressive as well. So I've been impressed with how Athens has been playing recently. But Palestine, to me, I think Palestine just has more athletes than than Athens has, and Palestine played Lindell really close, whereas Athens almost didn't even show up for the Lindell game. So um, based off a common opponent in in that, and then Palestine being at home, give me Palestine. Mm. So I'm going to say something. I, I came in just in time. I won't talk about this game. But I won't talk about one opponent. <clears throat> First of all, I take nothing against the, the kids. The kids do whatever the coaches allow them to do. So it's very disrespectful. Athens had a very good game plan up front. I thought it was a cool game plan. They tried to do the same thing Athens, uh, Lindell did. They just don't have the offensive line Lindell has or the discipline Lindell has. Let's go ahead and say that. Um, and they came out and they strike first. Nothing against them. I think they have some pretty decent – I think they have better athletes at, at the skill position. Let's just say that. Um, but, Dad, you don't punt the football? Like, that's a little disrespectful. Now you, y'all know y'all know what that is like. Oh, you you don't you don't respect me enough to punt the football. Got you, Corey. Got that, you. You I don't hope, think that's what it was. I, I, I mean, that's, no, what it was. That, that's exactly what it was. What it was it's, is they said I know, that I know what you're saying. You oh, it's a game. Yeah. No, that's, just, that's you being disrespectful. You know you need to punt the football, and you know you need to punt the football. But it's okay. They it worked. It worked to their to their to their defense. It did work. But at the end of the game, what they started doing, punting the football, right? Because guess what? I'm going to make you punt the football now. So, you know, it was a little disrespectful, but it's okay. I got you. Whether it's a game plan or not, me, as from a coaching hat, that to me, that's disrespectful. I understand the game plan-wise, but me, that's disrespectful. Like, you're not going to punt against me? So what you're saying, you think you can You think you think can score? You think you can get a first down anyway? Wow. Wow. Okay, I got you. So my defense isn't that good. Got you. Fourth and seven? And you're going to throw it? Disrespect. That's what that means. So you know what? I'm going for Palestine. I, I think Palestine's a better team. I think Palestine's buckled down a little bit more. No, the trickery's not going to go against Palestine. Palestine know they got to make the playoffs. Palestine's going to come. I hope it's 45 to nothing. Palestine know they got to make the playoffs. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean. They, they know they got to make the playoffs. But, you know, hmm. it's funny. Here's the thing. With Athens, you know, you know, when we saw them play Saturday, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, they were doing good and, you know, first quarter was going great and kind of a little bit of the second. And then all of a sudden they just started, to your point, 
was like telling Chapel Hill, we don't think you're good enough on defense to hold us on a fourth and five. And look, the fact that they, I don't want to say it was disrespectful, but I, I, I think that was just kind of, yeah, that was basically saying, we just don't think that your defense is good enough. And Chapel Hill, with their uh, good defense, made them pay for it. So, I mean, I feel, that, that's... I feel like that's something you do in Madden, right? You know, fourth and one from your own 20, you go for it with that play. That yeah, you but play. you, I mean... This is yeah, what I would do in Madden. I did that in Madden. No, I'm not punting the football. I'm not I mean, punting but, the football, fellas. I mean, but here's the thing in Madden. In Madden, I mean, I know, it's, I know it's a video game. But in Madden, you, you basically are depending on what team that you play that you play with like say for example you go play with the Chiefs or the Buccaneers or the Seahawks or the Eagles you're you're, you're going to go for it with those teams but if you go for it with like the Ravens who really don't have a good enough passing attack other, you know other than what they other than what we've seen a couple from last couple of weeks but if, if you go with the Ravens or somebody like that or the Patriots you're you're not going to get that and that's what we saw with uh, Athens. Athens just, for one day, they didn't have a good throwing game. They were throwing these little slow slant routes. I mean, they connected on one and took it for 60 for a touchdown. I mean, I get it. But, you know, it's like they're, they're you know, when it came to them passing the ball, it wasn't great. And even though their offensive line was big, it wasn't good against the pass because you saw guys like Trevor Brooks was just rushing off the edge very easily, which we are accustomed to seeing. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I, 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 I think the, uh, the Athens is good. I, I just think that they, they can't do that against Palestine because Palestine is going to be ready. I'm going to leave you with this note. They've beaten two teams with winning records all year. You know what they were? Rusk is one of them. Wow. Rusk and Brownsboro. They'd be Rusk by seven and Brownsboro by one. Yeah. Speaking of Rusk, uh, Rusk is our next game, Corey. Uh, game four, Rusk hosts Canton in a actually an important game here, guys. This is uh, not one that we kind of had pinpointed to be a, be an important one. Um, coming down in this district, you've got now you've got your top three as Carthage, Van, Center kind of submitted themselves. Um, you've got Rusk at two and three. And Canton at uh, one and four. Kyle and I kind of talked about this when we were look, look, talking about the pick, uh, the games. So we got uh, Brownsboro and Bullard um, at one and four. You know, those two teams are also there in the mix technically. Unfortunately for them, on the other side of the field, Brownsboro's got center, which um, not a real good matchup for them. And Bullard has Van, also not a real good matchup. So – I'm gonna just say we're gonna mark those guys out. They're they're if they win those games, well, I'll give them a I'll give them some love, but just don't see it happening. So you got this game between Rusk and Canton. So if nothing, no kind of shenanigans happen in those games, this is a play-in game. If Canton wins, guys, they make the playoffs. I mean, who would have thought we would get down to the end of the season in week eleven and we're talking about Rusk and Canton for a playoff spot? I know I wasn't. I mean, I, can. I mean, uh, you, you know, not Ken. 
And you look at Canton, and they they beat Mineola, which we talked about that that game earlier, Mineola's game. Um, they beat Maybank, and they beat Brownsboro last week. They've got three wins. They're one and four in district, and they have a chance to go on the road and probably I don't want, I don't want to to get too in front of it, but maybe their biggest win in school history if they were to win this game. I mean, Canton's not a powerhouse football team, Kyle. I know you have that KMU background, but uh, when's the last time Canton and football has, has been really good? Well, I mean, I think you got to go back to the G.J. Kenny years when he was in Canton. They were good then when his dad was the coach, too. I know that was a while ago, but that, but that's some sense of law back. I mean, they, I mean, and they've, 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 had, they've had good I mean, <laughs> recently. No, they haven't. They haven't been very good. But, you know, when you go back to. Like when I was in school, when we were playing Canton, they had some salty teams then. Um, biggest win in program history seems like a little bit of a stretch. In uh, a while, maybe. Then. Yeah, I don't I don't 15 years, probably. Yeah, um, I listen. I've seen Rusk. Uh, I saw Rusk a little bit on Saturday. When you look at Canton's schedule, their losses are to really good teams. Winsboro, Center, Van, Carthage. That's four of their six losses. The other loss is the Caddo Mills by three. Caddo Mills is a good football team. And then the the six losses to Bullard, I don't think that's a good loss for them. But my point being is that they've played a tougher schedule than Rusk has. So maybe – just if I'm trying to play devil's advocate for the, for Canton here, maybe they're a little more battle tested than, than Rusk is. And maybe that can, can help them going into this game. Um, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I'm taking Rusk in this game. I just, I don't see it would Canton needs a, needs the win and, a Bullard loss, which we all assume that that's going to happen. All Rusk has to do is win. They don't need any other help. They control their own destiny. So, um, yeah, this game being in Rusk, so give me the home team. Yeah, I I, I didn't take my my choice while ago, but I am going with Rusk. I just think looking at the teams that they've lost to on their schedule are all pretty solid. The the Athens one's okay. It's like, eh, but Athens is also competing in four Division One four playoffs right now. They've got a chance to make the playoffs. So, I mean, I wouldn't say their schedule was death row or anything, but it was it's a solid schedule. Um, and so I I think Rusk is is gonna win and, and take their uh take their playoff spot and they're gonna go to play, play Pleasant Grove the next week and uh then there she blows. So I'm taking Rusk. Um yeah, and yeah, we yeah, I, I think we all know they're they're not beating the number one defense in four A overall, and in, in my opinion, they're they're not doing it. Um, um, listen, Rusk. Um, to be honest with you, they're they're gonna win this game. Um, Ken, I love Ken. I love what they're doing. Um, they showed up really, really big defensively against Brownsboro. Um, even though we we all in this district, we just all think that's probably the biggest. Um upsetting loss of the district seeing Brownsboro go down to Ken. Um I mean I mean that that would be their biggest win in a while if, if they can beat Rusk. But uh I, I mean I, I just don't see it. I mean especially with what um Rusk is doing with throwing the ball too. I mean 
I mean, they 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 run the ball. I mean, they're they're probably more effective in my opinion running the ball than they are throwing. Um, but you know, I, I just I just don't see it. Um, Russ is going to win this game. Um, and yeah, they got one more week. I, I, I don't know. They maybe they upset PG. Likelihood is like one percent on that. That's probably not going to happen. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I got Russ. <clears throat> I mean, it's very simple. I mean, Russ wins the game, and I, and it's at home. Senior night, more than likely. Um, I, I don't. I don't even think it's close. I think Russ wins by at least three touchdowns. You know, they don't even give him a chance to. Uh, that, that's you're looking at mentality at this point. Like you don't want him to hang around. Like just, just end it. Just, just make it. Don't make it a slow death. Make it real quick. Just end it. Get it out the way. Let's, let's go home. Hey, uh, speaking of slow death, that game that I was at Friday night was a was a painfully. I don't know if you guys caught any of the highlights, uh, but the uh, the mercy roll was definitely a good one there in, in taps. Uh, that was uh, something else. How was the uh, how were the facilities? Um, they were they were not bad. I mean, it was in a little small, um, almost near the downtown area of Houston, but it wasn't it wasn't really near the traffic, kind of like the Covenant one. Um, the we had to sit on top of the press box, but the the people there uh, at the village school in Houston they were really nice. They helped us get the stuff up. Um, we ran into some traffic uh, in Corrigan. It was a bad wreck, two or three miles. It was just dead, still traffic. So we turned around and went backwards, up, got back on 45 and came through and got there for a six o'clock kickoff. We got there at about 5.15. So, but two-man crew set up and on air before six o'clock. So, I mean, it was was stressful. Uh, Replay, didn't get a chance to test the replay. Replay didn't work, but. Wasn't a whole lot of replay needed. It was a, uh, it was pretty much a shellacking. Um, it all stretches the imagination. Um, but you know, I was wrong with the scoreboard. I was like, how's that fifty-five and up in the second quarter? <laughs> <laughs> nope, there wasn't anything wrong with the scoreboard, Corey. It was uh, that was, like, that was the real score. Um, and if you want to go back and see how bad it really was, you can watch it on NSN for as many times as you want. Or how I'm, good I'm, it was I'm, if you're I'm a good fan. Yeah, yeah, right. true, true. My my family had a watch party going on in uh at my in law or sister and brother in law's house, and so uh, they were there they were watching. So there was not a whole lot of Brookfield faithful there that made the trip, but uh, they all got to watch it. So it was a uh, it was a good good thing. So all right, let's go to the next pick here, guys. We've got game five. A seeding game here, New Diana, Queen City. Um, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong. It's for third and fourth place, correct? Correct. Winner the winner's the three seed, losers the four. All right, so that's what I thought. Um, looking at this game, New Diana. Then they started off. We were talking about them early. How how well they were playing. They ran into Harmony and Dangerfield in that district. We all know how good they are. Um, that's their only two losses in district play, um, and so with Queen City. So you've got two teams. Um, Look into for playoff matchups, and Kyle, you said you had those matchups. Who possibly would these two play three, four game? So if uh, the three seed is looking at Anderson Shiro, and then the four seed would get the Newton Eagles in round one. Ooh. Oh, oh, 
I think you don't want to play Newton. I think you, that team's not. I think they're pretty good. You don't want to wait, be the wait, fourth. Wait, 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 wait. Does Newton get a home? Do they get a home playoff game? Why would they? No, they no, don't. No, no. I'm just asking. I mean, I know some teams. Some teams do get home playoffs. No, that's that's five A and six A. Five A. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I was just making sure. It doesn't matter. Like, where it is. It's not. It's not going to matter where that game is played. I don't think uh, Christian. They can play it on. Well, the I mean that. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's a walk to the gallows on that one. Um, so, so basically, if you're New Diana Queen City, it's a must win. Um, you, you, you don't want to play Newton first round. That's like a death sentence, uh, almost like we talked about with the Pleasant Grove that that you know Rusk is shooting for. Um, I'm just looking at the at the way they competed against um, like New New Diana compete. They they were really close. They lost to Harmony by one, um, and then of course Dangerfield beat them pretty bad. Uh, Queen City, on the other hand. Uh, Dangerfield just blew them out even worse. They didn't compete against Harmony either. Um, I think New Diana is the next best team behind those two in this district, so I'm going with New Diana to win the game at home uh, against Queen City. I'm going to go New Diana um, because, I, I, well, for one, I just feel bad for them. And then the other thing, because I, I don't want to see any of them play New, to be honest with you. Um, especially the role that they're going on. Um, and they may be a state champion contender, to be honest. Uh, now we don't know, but I mean, it's new. I mean, but I'm gonna go with new Diana. Uh, I just, I, I just don't want to see them play <laughs> new. I just don't want to see it. I think that's really the only reason why I'm picking them. Um, but no, I, I think that they'll, I think it'll be a good game, but I'll go with new Diana. Yeah, I'm taking New Diana. I, I I haven't been impressed with Queen City. New Diana started off undefeated, and then, like you said, their only two losses are to the two teams above them in district play. So I don't see any reason that why they're going to lose to Queen City. So give me the Eagles. Somebody asked a question: Is it New Diana? A New Diana? A New Diana? Diana? Some some weird country way of saying it. I know you've heard it before, but I don't know. I don't know why they came to me, but. But I'm picking a uh, dirty Diana, a new Diana. Whatever the Diana it is, that's what I'm picking. It ain't gonna be Queen City. I don't like that march. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, game six. Uh Anna and Sulphur Springs. This is for the Woo! district championship. Um, in this district. Um, Anna comes into the game with one loss. They lost to some team called Solana. I don't know if you guys heard of Solana. Um, they're not too bad, uh, from what I hear. Um, and so, uh, eight championships. So. Yeah, they're really, yeah. really, they're really, yeah. really good. Sulphur they Springs. just can't. Sulphur Springs comes in um, right now at eight and zero as well. They lost to Mount Pleasant um, game uh, game two. Um, man, I, I give a shout to Sulphur Springs. I mean, I, I don't know if any of us thought that they would be this good this year. Um, I know I really didn't think they would be, and they just keep winning. Um, unfortunately, I think that winning streak. Um, of seven games come to an end as uh, they're going to play in Anna and I think Anna's going to take them out and the, Anna's going to take the district championship. Well, basically, I've been um, been kind of looking at that district a little bit. Um, listen, Sulphur Springs, I, I like Sulphur Springs. They're, they're, they're one of the, in my opinion, they're one of the best um 
programs in Texas high school football history. I mean, I mean, you look at you look at their 2008, I think it was 2008, 2009 state championship team, um, and my former head coach for high school, Jeff Ritter, was the offense coordinator. Um, and they they have they have been really really good this year, um, but we got to understand some Salinas run uh, the way they run the ball is just ridiculous. I mean, just over the past three years, they've been able to consistently just pound the ball on the ground consistently. So Salina um, will make. An example, and it won't. And to be honest with you, um, it won't be close. Well, if Solana was playing this game, Christian, that might. Oh wait, shoot, Blair. (laughs) (laughs) I lost. Okay, so my by the way, so I have Anna Sulphur Springs. I I have like literally like and also springs into like literally like all on my screen right now like i'm literally looking at that right now so that's my fault um <laughs> okay but <laughs> nah, i'm a i'm a <laughs> just making sure you're getting the right team picked here man. no i i i don't want you to have any excuses later well i said salana but i meant if sulfur springs wins oh, i meant to say sulfur springs <laughs> I, you know i don't want to have any of that happening here no um i'm a I'm gonna go with Sulphur Springs. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Sulphur Springs. I may change it later because. Um, nope, no changing now. You yeah, you're, you I you might. you have put it on you the live air. With the lie. Ben and I listen. I you gotta go with what you pick on the show. That's the rule of being on the show. You you go with it. You go with it, and you stay with it. I don't ever change mine. Corey, who you got? Kyle's frozen, I think. I'm not sure if he's with us. Don't say Salina. I'm picking like Anna. No, oh, no, no. No, I'm picking Anna. Um, <clears throat> Anna's really good. Um, they're 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 not joking. I, I don't think I don't think Silver Springs is as strong as we think they are. Uh, I think they're I think they're good. I just don't think they're that good. Um, no disrespect to them at all. I mean, they're a very good program. They've had a they've had a very good year, but I think Anna's better. And that, on top of that, they're playing at home, so I think they're playing. Let me not make that mistake. Let me, let me go back. Got the wrong record. It is at home. It's an yeah, Anna's, yeah. It's an Anna. So that's a little drive. It's it's not a short drive. It's a little drive. It's at least hour and a half for Silver Springs to get there. Um, and I mean it's. Man, you, you gotta. You, it's a game that you don't necessarily. I mean, Soul Springs already in the playoffs, but you know, if you're Anna, you know, you might as well just go ahead and win it all. So then go ahead and win the district. You know, go home on top. Don't let don't let a little game like this destroy you from winning district. So clearly, these are two. These are first place and second place teams. So, you know, you might as well go ahead and take district and, and win it. But then again, this is this is another game for Soul Springs to come out on top. You know, nobody's picking you to win the game. Anna's with number one and number two in the state right now, number three. So, you know, if you're Sulphur Springs, you've got to go in there and, and shock everybody and get a win. So, I don't know, a lot of a lot of odds are going to be on this game, but I think Anna's going to win it. I don't think it's going to be a big margin. But uh, 35-28, 35-21. Uh, okay. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
no, I'm 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 going big time on this one. I, I'm a I'm a probably say it'll probably be a 45-42 ball game. Okay. Maybe Sulphur Springs pulls out a field goal on them. Mm. All right. We lost Kyle for a minute. He'll be back here in a, minute, in a second, he said. So we'll we'll continue on. We'll get his pick here in a minute. Um game seven. Dangerfield versus Corey. How do you say it? Dominic. I I have my list of teams. Okay. I have my list of teams here when I pick the winner. And I'm like, he must be talking about Harmony. Harmony. <laughs> there you go. There Harmony. We go. Harmony. Harmony. Uh Dangerfield Harmony, uh, another matchup for the district championship, guys. Um we looked we looked at this game preseason. We knew we were gonna be uh, getting ready for it, excited for it, week 11. Um, I honestly thought that Harmony would have had a little smoother route to this game. They've, they've had a rough season. Um, you look at Harmony, they're 7-2. and two. They lost to Hooks week one. Wasn't a wasn't that bad of a loss. Um, Hooks is really good. They lost to Beckville. I think we thought that might not be a great loss, but Beckville's come out and just thumped people. Um, and then they've rolled off six straight wins here, looking for Dangerfield. The game is in Dangerfield. Um, I still think Dangerfield's the best team in this district, and so I'm going to go with Dangerfield in Dangerfield for the for the win. I'm going to go with Dangerfield. I, I, I just um, harmony. I, I don't. I don't think they can stop Ashton Williams, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, per game he has 173 yards per game. I mean, he's 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 a he's a monster. I, I don't think that um, they. Um, I just don't think they can be stopped. And who are their only losses to? Because haven't they only lost two games? Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, Beckville and yeah. or the games. So yeah, I, I, other than. Those are those two good losses. Yeah. They're not bad. Two. We, I think the Beckville we'll loss we two. thought was bad, but the way Beckville's played here recently, I don't think there is that's near as bad a loss as what we thought originally. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that because yeah, like y'all said, those are those mm-hmm. are two pretty you know good losses. I mean, obviously, you never want to take a loss. Uh, but listen, Dangerfield. I got a stat, I, I got a stat for you, Christian. Okay, in ahead. five district games for Dangerfield, they've allowed six points. Six points in five games in district play. It's not too right. Then that means I didn't type it right because I see that they've only, um, yeah, I, I didn't type. I didn't type it right because I had. I thought that they gave up uh, 14 the last game. Um, and 35, I don't know if the score, 35 to 6 over Wascombe. Yeah. I don't, oh. I don't know if the scoreboard was wrong because that's what I had saw. But, uh, no, I, yeah, Dangerfield, I just, I just don't think they can be stopped. All right, we're going to send it up to Kyle and see if he – we Kyle, you with us? Yeah. I don't know, Emma. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you. You're with us. Just stop. 
no internet connection on my phone, no internet connection for the TV. I'm doing this off a hotspot on my phone. This is ridiculous. Kind of, <laughs> kind of half rate operation we're running around here. <laughs> I will say something. <laughs> I will do with you is just you may not be on somebody's internet. I'll say that for a later day. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I dipped out in the middle of Christian talking about the 2008 Sulphur Springs team. We don't talk about that team. <laughs> so, hey, listen. Hey, listen, listen. The, the guy who the guy who was on the uh, who's coaching team they beat at Chapel Hill. The guy who's coaching Chapel Hill was the offense coordinator when that I know. Happened. So I you know, can really. blame him. You can blame him. I'm blaming so. him. I'm blaming our coaching staff because, well, that's a story for a different mm. day. Anyway, mm. uh, I'm, I'm taking. Give me Anna because I don't. I never pick Sulphur Springs. So give me Anna. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like something Corey would say. <laughs> I'm still salty because we played him closer than anybody else did in the playoff. And if our running back hadn't fumbled at the way yard line going into halftime, we would have been tied at 14. Anyway, anyway, it's a. You guys think y'all would have made it to? I mean, do you guys really think y'all would have beat Dayton? Hey, hey, Christian, wait! You didn't see these highlights that I got to see. Man, I, I was impressed by these these Kyle Owens highlights that were dug out of the the archives from way back when. Man, it's, that was that was that was the much highlights that you saw. It was pretty good highlights. Uh, it was still pretty good. My my point being, Christian, is that we played Sulphur closer than anybody else did in the playoffs. So if they went on to win state, then my theory we win. Close to anybody. Anyway, I want. We're moving on. I pick Anna. Give me the Coyotes. Also, in the Dangerfield Harmony game, I got some thoughts on that one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take Dangerfield. But check this stat out. The um, Dangerfield Tigers going into Friday night's game had not allowed a single point in district play, and they only gave up six to Wascom. So they've allowed six points in five district games. That's amazing. Do you remember? The 1983 Dangerfield Tigers defense, historically great. They allowed eight points all season. So Dangerfield's used to playing good defense. You got Chase Johnson, quarterback. You got Aaron Bubba Hampton out there uh, all over the field. Dangerfield's got some studs. But, but you know how I feel about Harmony. Harmony's my team. I, I ride with Harmony. I ride with them. So Harmony. I'm taking Dangerfield, but I do think this is going to be closer than the, than the game's been in years past. The problem, Harmony recently has struggled with Dangerfield. It's always that last game of the year, and, and they've Dangerfield's gotten Harmony's number. Harmony was rolling last year when uh, they met Dangerfield, lost before they went on that run to the state semifinals. Um, I think Boston Seahorn, if he plays well, that was the other thing last year in that final game Boston Seahorn got injured early on in that game so that 48-21 final score a little skewed because they were playing with a backup quarterback the entire time at any rate Boston Seahorn at quarterback Evan Weber's back running the football for Harmony you got Tyson Jenkins on the outside uh big Braxton Baker up front playing offensive line tight end and defensive line I think I think Harmony's going to give Dangerfield a run I think Dangerfield's got a little too much speed on the outside for harmony, so give me the tigers. The tigers. Oh, tigers. <laughs> um, that was a lot. That was that was a lot with the Sulphur Springs, and I forgot all about this Sulphur Springs scene. Uh, to be honest with you, I, 
I'm not a big fan of Sulphur Springs. Myself. Don't worry, it was, I haven't it was one of for you. It was one of it was one of the greatest teams ever. I mean, shut your mouth. I don't know about all that. that. I don't know about all that. It was. They had some studs there. though. They had some studs yeah. though. Let me real quick. Their offensive line had played together for all four years of like they were all starting all four years of high school. So they had the same offensive line for four years. You had Tyreek Rollison at quarterback. You had Ryan mm-hmm. Young at running back. Shane McQueen was on the outside. Like they had dudes all over the place, and they were. Big. But you said ever like that's like that's a bold statement. To I say said ever. one. Yeah, is. one one of the greatest teams ever. One of them. Oh, I don't even call them great. That's that's. Did they go undefeated? No. No. Okay. You can't, they they can't in the playoffs though when it matters. I think they lost. Um, did they lose to a team in Dallas? I think. I don't know. Only the greats go undefeated. They 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 are they are in the very top tier. Well, only the greats go undefeated. But anyway, that's just, just hold, saying, on, hold on, hold on, saying, hold on, hold yeah, on. Before well, you move on, before you move on. I got music playing in my ears too, because I'm on max preps. But yeah, so they had two losses that season that they went to uh state. They lost to Longview and Texas lost. High. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So East Texas. I give them credit for that. Those are both well, pretty good teams this year as well. Yeah, yeah, back back then when Texas High was Texas High, back then like, Texas High had really Ryan Long, Longview was Longview. Right, as I said, rest in peace, Ryan Mallon. That's when they were like nasty. <laughs> and Nathan Swartzen backing him up behind him, who also went to Oklahoma State. Anyway, I digress. Carry on, Corey. I apologize. But nonetheless, like you said before, I really like Harmony's story last year. I really did. I just I think Dangerfield's story this year is going to rival that. I think it's their year. They they've they've done enough. You know they they see the writing on the wall. This this is now nothing for them at this point. You know they got everything stacked up. They were young last year. They were supposed to win. They've got two losses this year against two very good football teams. Um, I mean, Timpson has just beat everybody. And then, of course, centers dominated on on the offensive end. So, I mean, Dangerfield's seen pretty much enough, you know. So, and, I mean, I don't think they've probably played anybody they couldn't. Their quarterback, Chase Johnson, missed a few games there too. So, uh, Yeah, so – but defense travels. So, no matter what, if your defense is playing well right now, your defense is going to play well in the playoffs. So I'm I'm picking I'm picking Dangerfield. Hey Kyle, who would these two teams match up against? Who is the different matchups? Well, I'm glad you asked. They're going to match up with uh, District 12-3A, that same district that's got Newton and Anderson Chiro in it. They'd be getting the bottom half of that district, which is New Waverly or Hemp Hill. Okay, so, so not, both those teams a, are four and five and five and five. Or not six. as big a difference then. New yeah. Waverly used to be good. I don't. They're not. And I, many, I want you to take. I, Sorry, go ahead. I was just weird. If you got you got a chance, New Waverly went to a four day school schedule. I don't know if you guys knew about that. So yeah. they only go to school four days a week. That's weird. That's they kind of practice a lot of, weird schedule. Schools I don't know. It's do that here too. Athens Athens does as well. Alba Golden does so that. Four day, yeah. Oh, so that's why they did all trick plays. But anyway, so they had a whole day to come up with trick plays. That's, that's awesome. Um, still didn't work. But hey, but anyway. I, I like 
I digress. Let's let's move on. I just thought there was. Well, right. I, there's something, something you said was about to trigger something for me to say about harmony. I forget what you said though. It was right as you started. That's why I was about to interrupt you. But it was right and as you magical started. Run. No, and a magical run. Magical run last year. I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. Carry on. Moving on. Speaking of magical runs, guys, the next one we have um, our game eight and our pickups this week. A battle for the district championship. The Overton Mustangs coming in at 9-0 and this year. 4-0 in district play up against the Tenahaw Tigers. Um, man, what a what a story for Overton. Kind of almost under the radar in some aspects. I mean, we they haven't gotten many uh, votes in, in any of our polls or, you know. I think the the win that, that I was impressed with most was the, they thumped Carlisle 38-14 after last year. Carlisle just mopped the floor with them. I know Carlisle's down, but nothing really impressive on their schedule. They've just won. I mean, they've played they've played um the closest game all year they had was the district game against Mount Enterprise, 35 to 30. But if you look at Tenahaw, um, they've lost two games this year. We know how good ARP is and decal. Both those are really good teams. Um, so that's nothing to scratch your nose at there. But they also played a close district game to Mount Enterprise. They only lost, they lost or beat them by two. So should be Overton by three. I don't know. The game is not, it's in, um, it's in Tenahaw. So Overton will have to go on the road. Um, man, that's, this is a tough one for me. I really want Overton to win. And for that reason, I'm going to go with the Mustangs to go 10 and 0, go to Tenahaw and get the win. I just think they're on a mission. Uh, there's a lot of things been going on at their school uh, over this first semester. A lot of things going on. Uh, I know a lot of people at Overton, a lot of the administrators and 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 stuff. And so, I just think this will be huge for their school uh, to get a district championship. Coming off a year that they didn't have very many wins at all, so I'm going to go with Overton in this one. Um, listen, it, it's been it's been a rough couple of years for Overton. I mean, they they are they are not not your average you know team. They 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 have struggled a lot. Um, I I mean, o- Overton has been something special this year. I mean, I, I picked them this year. Um, you know, because I, I have a uh, every single year, me and my uncle, we, you know, we pick, you know, laugh about it. Me, my uncle, my dad, you know, some family members who know football, some of the guys, we, we kind of pick, you know, East Texas, you know, who who's going to be the, who's going to be a big factor this year. Um, I only had Overton winning one game. I only had them winning one game this year. And that was Lyndon Kilgore there. That 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 was pretty much it. I only had them winning one game, um, but but to to have a turnaround like they had, and and also I think probably the best player on their team is Jaden Edwards, in, in, in my opinion. Jaden Edwards is is the best player on the team. Vince, what's up? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Yep. Y'all all right? Yep, we're good. Um, Jaden Edwards is probably the best player on their team. 
um, at receiver. I mean, right now you look at the stats, he has 117 yards per game. Um, I think last week he, he I think he did go over 100, or, or sorry, two weeks ago, I think he did go over 100 yards. Um, so I'm going to go with Overton to go 10 and 0. Now, I'm going to ask this question, Kyle. Do you think Overton right now is maybe a semifinal sleeper? No. Okay, I was just make sure. I was just make sure because I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of sleepers with a lot of teams that you know. Mart 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 is in that region, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That's usually where these Texas teams um, bow out. Is that that game? And Love Ladies in that region too. Oh yeah, well that's another so, one. That Love Lady this year is they haven't lost either. They're not know as well. Right. So yeah, Love Lady and uh and Mart in that same region. Um yeah, I don't know. I I they are having a historic season. I mean it's it's fantastic. And under a first year head coach too, Scotty Lamant, he came over from Union Grove, um, first year being the head football coach there in Overton. And here's the crazy thing, they've got nine wins this season alone. In the past five years combined, they got five wins in the past five seasons. Including two winless seasons where they went 0 and 10. So this turnaround has been phenomenal. Um, Bryce Steele, the quarterback, he's thrown for over 2,000 yards, 25 touchdowns. Also, like uh, Christian was talking about, Jaden Edwards on the outside, but don't forget about Isaiah Hawkins as well. He's another stud receiver out there. Um, here's the question about Overton Tenahaw's been in big games recently, they've had good teams historically. Overton hasn't played in many big games in recent years because they haven't been been in that position. They made the playoffs last year, but they had one district win. So being 9-0 right now, they got to go to Tenahaw for a big game, district title on the line. Can they live up to the hype? Can they, can they uh, play well under that pressure? Uh, some teams don't handle pressure well. We don't really know what Overton can do with this team. We haven't seen them in pressure-packed situations. So Friday night will be a pressure-filled situation. But uh, I'm loving the ride that Overton's on, so give me the Mustangs. <clears throat> I'm gonna say this: the, they've changed whatever Overton's done. It's equivalent to it's equivalent to basketball. Like your half court offense isn't working, so what do you do? All right, we're gonna press. All right, and we, we're gonna we just we just gonna get a whole bunch of kids. We're just gonna press the whole game. Like, and then all of a sudden, because we got some horses, we got some good athletes. And all of a sudden, you just go on a win streak, and that that obviously ends up working, right? What what on earth did he change? What did he do? That I mean, clearly they had, they had the same athletes there in forever, right? I mean, it ain't but like a hundred kids in the whole school, in the whole school district, period, right? So yeah, you can't you had the same athletes, yeah. So like, what did you do? Like that's what I said. You you had to change something. Something clicked. Of course, not this Vulture. guy is not gonna stay in Overture. Change the culture. Well, that's well. I was about to say, but you know as well as I do, sometimes you just need to hear a new voice. Sometimes it's just a so new voice. True. You can true. hear the same thing over and over and over and over again, but you hear it from somebody else. You're like, oh, something clicks. So it could very be true. Coach Lamance came in there very and true. his message is being received better. I don't know. And maybe the system that he has is is fits what they yeah. have better. Bro, I'm telling you this. He's not standing over to very long. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> if they would, they. If they make anything past three rounds, 
his he is not staying in Overton very long. That's all I'm saying. He I don't care. I, I don't know how young he is. His his phone is ringing off the. Maybe, maybe he likes Overton right. court. Man, listen, listen. Uh, he ain't been around coaches listen, a long time. They got a coach you go. They got a Brookshire's in Overton. They got a few things in Overton. Yeah, it does not matter. You, you got it families to go where the money's taken. There ain't a lot of money in coaching. <laughs> a lot of stress, man. Ain't a lot of money. I, I mean, but, I'm a. Here's the thing. Probably the other best player on on the team that they have, Cash Fletcher, is averaging 10.4 solo tackles per game. I mean, and he has seven sacks on the season. Well, excuse me, he actually has eight. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't. I, I, that's the other guy to look out for. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh yeah, I did. I'm picking Overton. Okay. I'm picking Overton. <laughs> I got got my, I got my, my trap game towel. Your trap trap game towel. You know, got mm. my trap game towel because you know Tina Hall's been dominant, but it's it's overtime. What's on the over? Overtown, overtime, overtime. That's what it is. Overtime, holding up the O. Overtime. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Vince, who you got? Um, Overton has done their thing this year. Don't get me wrong, but I'm uh, not going to pick against Tenacar. Oh, I'm not going to pick against oh, you, you walked the wrong side of the table. Oh, man. no, yeah. I did. I did. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you woke up with disrespect on your mind. He comes hey. in first pick. Uh, he, he misses the first seven. He comes in. He he's disrespectful to Overton. Man, that's just. Uh. I I no no. I love I love what they've been managed to do. But let's be. No, nah, I'm not gonna be like that. But I'm just saying. You're gonna say the hall. No, no, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. I wasn't gonna say that. Don't do him like that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at their schedule. I don't, I don't see anybody that, I don't know. I, I don't know. A, I know some of these teams, and I'm like, okay. I'm, so it's Overton by three, man. good. Mount Enterprise, Overton beat Mount Enterprise by five. Tenahawk beat them by two. So it's Overton by three. There you go. Very true. Very true. But then Tenahawk played ARP, and we know ARP is good. That was a tougher game. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say Tenahaw right now. Who knows? I may change my mind. No, you can't change. You sound like someone else. Can't change your pick. I wish you watching. Hey, yeah. hey, Brett. Here's the thing. We we may change it anyway on on Friday. So uh, you know, before Friday get here. Yeah. yeah. As long that's as I don't not, put it in. Uh, us see. Then you come back to the show and you say, "Oh, I won that game." No, 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 no. Can't do that because I got to record it on what you pick. What did you pick? Oh, um, said that dumb thing, but I didn't pick them. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, listen. They were I, talking. You know about what? It. I, I, I take. Give me Overton. I take Overton. I, uh, I don't okay. know. I, Peer I'm, pressure. Hey, listen, hey, listen. Here's the thing. I picked. Listen, they, we had a game set up between Anna and Sulphur Springs, and I. Brought up Salina. I don't know who I forgot who no. said Salina. I, 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 said Salina. I said that Anna's only loss on the year was a two point loss. Yeah. So so I said so he said Salina, and I said and I and I meant to say Anna. Um, I'm probably going to change that later. There's nothing you can do about it either, no, as long as it's actually 
I own this. I own the app. I can change it, make you pick whoever you want, whoever I say. But you anyway, anyway, so I said Salina has a better ground and pound offense, you know. Yeah. And everybody was like, so basically, uh, yeah. Salina is so good that they don't even have to be at the game. They're still going to win the game between Anthony <laughs> Springs, is what you're saying. No. You know, to be honest with you, I'm just going to go ahead and change my pick. I'm going to go with Anna. I'm just going to go ahead and do it because I got I got Anna going to the fourth round this year. I don't I don't think they're going to beat China Spring, but yeah, I got Anna going to the fourth round. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Anna. That that was that was just to change what happened earlier in the show. I had to redeem myself. Wishy-washy, wishy-washy. All right. Game nine. This is another district matchup for the district championship. Uh, two undefeated teams. We've got Timpson and Garrison. Um, man, this is a really good one, guys. Uh, we've talked a lot about how good Timpson is this year. I think uh, Garrison, honestly, has been kind of under the radar, I'd say, in a lot of people's mind. I mean, they've, they've had some good wins on their schedule. Um the best win on their schedule right now to me is the ARP win, 48 to 20. Um, at that point, we didn't know how good ARP was, but now ARP being as good as they are um, in the in the step of class above, um, they've just gone through district, you know, like they were planned on it, you know, whenever game, 9-0, 5-0 district play. But, I mean, Timpson's just been stomping on folks, like donkey stomping everybody. Um I don't see any way that Timpson uh, loses this game. It's in Timpson. It's senior night for Terry Bussey. There's no way he's going off that field with a loss. Give me Timpson by as many points as they want. Well, listen, I mean, obviously these two teams, Timpson and Garrison, they're they're all good. I'm sorry, they're both good. But um, J.J. Gardner for Timpson is probably the guy to look out for. Obviously, we, we already know Terry Bussey. Terry, Terry Bussey is pretty good. Um, but no, no, he won't. No, he won't go off that field with with the loss. I, I don't think so. I have Timpson going to the state championship this year, guys. I, I don't know if I told you. I have them going to state this year. Um, now, will they? We don't know. But the team that they have, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick against them. Uh, but no, Terry, Terry Bussey's not losing this game. Uh, walking off the field with a loss, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Timpson. I think this is going to be a really good game. Last year, these two teams played. It was a 44-38 win for uh, Timpson. This – Oh, no. Uh-oh. He froze again. Did he freeze? Yeah, he's having some he, – he's, he's froze twice. Bro. Well, oh, that was no. the good thought. I was at the hang. I was hanging on the edge of my seat there for what Kyle was about to say. Yeah. All right, Corey, you want to go ahead? He might just be in deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> Locked still writing something down. He's still writing down. Of t- yeah. I could, I could like, I, literally hear him from the background, by the way. I'm going to make it quick. Um, it, it's Timson. They're on a mission. You know, bus in them. They're not. They, they're on a mission right now. This is going to be Timson. Vince? Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna pick Timpson, but man, I, I I've been wanting to see some Titan fall this year, and I ain't got it yet. You know, I ain't I ain't got what I really wanted yet. So <laughs> if Garrison win, I'd be happy. <laughs> I'd be happy to see Garrison pull this off, but I'm gonna go with Timpson because I need the points. All right, Kyle, uh, you were in deep thought earlier when we lost you. Uh, Lee, I'm about tired of this. I'm hanging hanging on the edge of my seat just waiting to hear what you have to say, so go ahead. So, anyway, as I was saying, Timpson had a tough non-district schedule. They played Beckville, Jefferson, and Dangerfield their first three games and took care of business against all three of them. Um, To that point, Garrison's best game is against Art. That's not a slight on Art. It's just that's the toughest team that Garrison has had to play this year. Terry Bussey, a couple couple weeks ago, I don't know if y'all saw this highlight or not, he was returning a punt, and he muffed the punt, and it would get, got stuck at the, the one-yard line. Then the next play, he took a quarterback run and went 99 yards to the crib. Uh, even when he makes a mistake, he makes up for it. So Terry Bussey mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Uh, Garrison hasn't beaten Timpson since 2018, so they're hungry for a win over the Timpson Bears. And mm-hmm. the uh, Garrison likes to run the ball a lot. They're a ground and pound. They have two 1,000-yard rushers. Omarion Raspberry, mm. he's got 1,100 yards rushing and 19 touchdowns. And his backfield mate, JVM Black, has also eclipsed 1,000 yards and has 12 touchdowns. So I think this is going to be a really tough game for Timpson. I don't think they're running away with it, with as, like y'all were saying, with you know as many as they want. I don't think it'll be that. I think it'll be a really close game. And uh, but I'm taking Timpson. I'm I'm not betting against Bussy and them boys. Not a not a chance. But I do think it'll be a close game. All right, game ten. Um, gonna be a lot of eyes on this. Oh one. boy. Uh, oh, Kyle's no. already Kyle's already there. Uh, he's in he's in Chapel Hill. I'll um, see y'all now, Friday, guys. As uh, the Netizen, that's gonna be the Netizen game of the week. We'll all be there, I think, pretty much. Um, as Chapel Hill will host Kilgore for a district championship matchup. Um, a lot of things, a lot of scenarios in here, guys, and I and I have them here um, for y'all that that uh, don't know how this is going to shake out. Give me a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull them up on my computer and let you know where everything stands. As of right now, the it's a plus minus um, for between Lindell, Kilgore, and Chapel Hill right now. So. If Chapel Hill was to win, this would come into effect. Um, Lindale is at a negative three. They're frozen uh, as they've already played both teams. Chapel Hill's at negative 12 with their 12-point loss to Lindale. And Kilgore's at a plus 15, which is a max, uh, the max spread you can get in the district as far as the district bylaws. So um, if Chapel Hill loses or wins by less than 10, um, it would be Kilgore, Lindale, Chapel Hill, in that order, then the Athens Palestine winner. Um, if Chapel Hill wins by 10 to 13 points, it'll be Kilgore, Chapel Hill, Lindale, the Athens Palestine winner. If Chapel Hill wins by more than 13, which would be 14 or more, then Chapel Hill's one, Kilgore two, Lindale three, and then the Athens Palestine winner. So a lot of scenarios up in the air here for this one. Um, but for any of those to be in effect, Chapel Hill has to come out and win this game. Um, you know, I was, I was, Really concerned about this game for Chapel Hill a few weeks ago after the Lindell loss. They seem to have 
the last couple games kind of straightened some things out. No, Athens kind of gave him problems at first, but I mean, you have to remember that's a weird situation. I mean, you had a delay. You had to go back to Athens after being there not before, you know, the kids having to get up the next day, something out of their, their, I guess, routine. So the first part of the game, I throw all that out the window. Cause you know, you, you don't know what they're going to do. They kind of enforced their will late and took care of Athens. Um, I think this will be a close game. I don't know if Chapel Hill can beat Kilgore by two touchdowns. Um, I don't know how – I don't know if that's going to happen. I do think Chapel Hill gets the win. I think the home field advantage will be close. I think the stadium's going to be packed. Crowd will be into it. The bands will be into it. It's going to be a great atmosphere to be at a game. I think Chapel Hill wins a close one and, and uh, splits the district up, and then we'll see where everything falls. Can you guys hear me? Because I, I kind of lost a little bit of connection. Okay, okay. So, um, I, I'm just gonna give y'all some quick, a quick, you know, look over of what Kilgore is. You know, I'm gonna start with Kilgore on this. Their only loss this year is to number one Carthage, and they almost beat Carthage. They beat they all they lost by three points. And if it had not been for a bad call on P.J. Wiley, they probably would have won that game. Um, listen, but other than that, they have – they've won every single game. They beat Gilmer, Pine Tree, Hallsville, Palestine, Jacksonville. They dominated Lindale where I, I had picked Lindale to win that game. I picked them to win. I, I said that they were too big on offense and – Lindale just had the better bunch, but it was close. And then all of a sudden Kyle's team just went and fell back down earth. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that anyway. But anyway, they, they've beaten Henderson. And then last week they had a, um, they, they had a tough patch against Athens. Uh, and I think what happened was Athens pretty much did the same thing. Lindale did Chapel Hill. Um, it was pretty, pretty off and on. Listen, obviously you guys know me being a former player at Chapel Hill. This is very personal to me. Um, we do not like Kilgore in Chapel Hill. We never have. Uh, they used to kick the crap out of us all the time before 2021. Uh, and then there was one fateful night in November, uh, the day after Thanksgiving where Chapel Hill comes out victorious uh, against, you know, a juggernaut Kilgore who many people thought was the best team in four division one and the rest was history. And then after that, all you saw was district title win over Kilgore in Kilgore in, in Kilgore. That was a big win to go up in that stadium and beat Kilgore is that that's that's saying a lot of what Chapel Hill was. And then obviously we beat them Rose Stadium. Now, here's the thing. Let me tell you what's happened since then. And I'm gonna be gonna try to be real quick on this one. At um right after China Spring, right after they lost to Melissa, Kilgore basically took over as the number one defense in division one. That's basically what and a lot of people's eye. I don't know about you guys. But in a lot of people's eyes, that's basically what happened. Kilgore has been 
unbelievable. And a lot of people are saying Kilgore may be better than last year. We don't know. You know, they they had uh they had Isaiah Ross last year running back, and then I think this year now they have two, maybe three good running backs on their team, plus good quarterback. Their offensive line is pretty sound. Um I I mean this game this this game is gonna be one of those games that you just look at and one bad play could decide this game. One bad play could decide this game. We've seen interception in the back of the end zone to Ricky uh, by Javon Mayfield from Ricky Stewart running over Kilgore's defense last year to seeing Demetrius Brisbane be clutch in the playoff game last year. I I don't know how this game is going to go. I have it being 38, uh, 41-38. I'm going to go with Chapel Hill because I think that based off what we've seen from their defense, and their defense has gotten a lot better since we saw them play Lindell. Their defense, their defense is basically going to pretty much make – Kilgore uncomfortable because we we see Kilgore all the time run up the middle. Um, offensively, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I I I see. No no no. I, I love Ricky Stewart. I, I think he's probably like I said, he's the second best running back behind Taylor Tatum in the state of Texas right now. Um, it's gonna be tough to run the ball against this defense. Um. But the question is, and I think this is one thing that Spence asked a couple of weeks ago when he was on the show, can Demetrius Brisbane beat by, like, throw the ball? Can he throw the ball and beat Kilgore? We're going to find out. I say yes, they're going to beat Kilgore. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, um, I thought you were froze. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a really good game. I, I'll, I'll talk about it more tonight about the Chapel Hill Athens game, but um, I think Chapel Hill's defense is playing a lot better now than they were earlier in the year, which is what you would expect out of a, a good team. Um, they did better stopping the run up the middle, which is where they've been getting gassed here recently. Excuse me, not up the middle. There's, there is no such thing as up the middle. The down blocks and kickouts going through the A gap and B gap. That's uh, that's where the uh, the runs were happening. Okay, anyway, okay. Um, I was I was informed that there was no runs up the middle this weekend. So, uh, anywho, the the game will be really good. I think it's going to be a really tight game. It's in Chapel Hill. I think that gives a little advantage to Chapel Hill. Kilgore, man, Kilgore is is Kilgore's on another level this year. Uh, like it's been talked about, they their one loss to Carthage earlier in the year by only three points. They've been rolling since then. Had a couple of scares uh, with a couple of teams. I give me the Bulldogs. Can I just pick the Bulldogs? That way, I'm not wrong. <laughs> man, wow. Uh, no, I. It's gonna be a good one. I just. And, and Kilgore has lost three straight against Chapel Hill, uh, two of them in the playoffs and once in the regular season. 
that Kilgore has lost to Chapel Hill. So Kilgore is hungry for for a dub over over Chapel Hill. I'm taking Kilgore. Give me Kilgore over Chapel Hill for the uh, whoa, 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 no, oh man. I mean, but honestly, it's that, not a big take. It's not. That, it's with, not a big take. Kilgore is good. Well, I mean, with, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. Here's the thing. Right now, right now, the state, right now they have they have they have Kilgore beating Chapel Hill. So so it's really not. Um. It's really yeah, not it's, even. It's a bad not. Take. It's not a big stake. No. Nah. If, if 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 okay, this I'm game go either if way. Chapel Hill. If Chapel Hill was like teetering, like like where Athens and Palestine is, I probably would have picked Kilgore. Um, I know I play for them, and I know that's I know that's not going to make a lot of people happy. I'm just saying, I I I I would probably pick Kilgore if they were like teetering somewhere towards fourth. You know, maybe you know third, and they have to win this game. You know, to get a fourth seed or third, what whatever. But no, this game basically is just saying, okay, who's the best? Who's who's the best in this district? All right, because even though, I mean, even though they beat Chapel, nobody still thinks. It's, I mean, some people think it's Lindell, but that's probably just Lindell fans. Um, but no, I mean, I I, I just. It's not a bad take. I, I just think that they're they're hungry this year. I mean, I know Coach Fuller is hyping those guys up. Um, you know, they got a lot of returning players. Um, so I mean, we'll see what happens. And, and one question I do want to ask: Aren't they? If Chapel Hill were to lose, they would play LCM, right? They'll they'll be the third seed. Kyle, do you have that? Because I think that's what happened. I think Lumberton beat LCM. Yes, if Chapel Hill wins, the two whoever's the the three seeds play in Little Cypress, Mauriceville, and whoever's the four seeds play in Lumberton. Livingston and Vider have to play each other this week to figure out who's going to be the three and four or the one and two. I mean, yeah, three and four. Yeah, three and four. Right. Okay. That's going to be a tough task. That, that district's a mess. Yeah, it is. Corey. Yes, you want to go. Or Vince, one of you. I think I know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really know. I'm. I'm probably gonna be wrong regardless who I pick. So, go ahead. You know. <laughs> you know. We've we've done this. I'll be glad when these districts don't play each other. We had these two teams don't play each other. District. But it's it's not gonna happen. They're gonna always play each other district because. Listen, chapter is is more or less about. How I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it. I think Chapel Hill's gotten everybody's best shot this year, no matter who they play. They've they've gotten everybody's best shot, right? They're gonna get Kilgore's best shot. I'm trying to figure out what game would be Kilgore's best game. Because I, I think Kilgore's a good football team. I don't think they're better than Chapel. But even before this year, I didn't think they were better than Chapel Hill. I think defensively, they they have a great game plan, and I think they have better defensive players because their football coach is a defensive guy. So obviously, their, their defense is going to be their forefront, right? This is just logical, right? So it, it eventually it matches up. They got a we got an offensive coach, they got a defensive coach. 
So those two are going to clash either way it goes. You know, so that, that that's how it goes. But is, is Kilgore that much better than Chapel? Is Chapel that much better than Kilgore? I, I, you just don't know. Whoever plays the best on Friday wins the game. That's pretty much what it boils down to. And you, because the only the only way you're gonna pick a favorite is if you're you're for Chapel Hill. You Chapel is gonna pick a Chapel Hill. You Kilgore, you're gonna pick Kilgore. You know what I'm saying? Unless Kilgore was undefeated, they beat Carthage by 45 points. You know, yeah, probably Kilgore at this point, right? You know, and I just don't think Chapel Hill is gonna be able to hang with those guys at this point. What I don't know what Chapel Hill team shows up. This is the other thing I'm afraid of too. Is it going to be the Chapel Hill team that we saw that played their best football last year in Kilgore? That was the best Chapel Hill football y'all played all year long. Playoffs or no? I'm like, I don't even know that. I don't even know that Chapel Hill football team out there playing against Kilgore. I ain't never seen a football team like that. Last time I saw a football team like that, they won state. I'm just going to be honest because that Kilgore football team, like, man, they coming to Kilgore and tapping hats. What's going on? So, so you know, Corey. Let me throw something at you, Corey, for this to kind of talk about how Kilgore is played. So they haven't scored a lot of points except for a few games. So to me in this matchup, I think Kilgore wants a low-scoring, grinded-out game. I don't think they want to get a shootout. They won. I know what they want. I, I don't care about. To me, I don't want to. I don't want to look at who they played, who's played what. It doesn't matter to me. All that matters at this point is who plays the best football. Because okay, okay. Kilgore can be Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill can be Kilgore. Who plays okay. the best? Who is going to be at their best against each other on Friday? That's that's who, that's what it boils down to. I think honestly, I believe Kilgore's played their best at some point. I don't think Chapel Hill's played their best at some point. I think they've played pretty far up. I think probably Chapel Hill's best offensive game this year was probably against Gilman. I think that's, that was their best offensive game because they wanted it to be. And look how dominant they wanted it to be at that point, where they wanted to really beat Gilmer. Does Chapel Hill really want to beat Kilgore that bad? Can can Kilgore's defense dominate against Chapel Hill's offense? Now, that's the question that I have. So I don't want to look at the schedule because the schedule's not going to be deep. Because both of these teams are really good. They can both go far. It's just what team shows up. And who shows up when? I don't know. I'm a Chapel Hill guy. I'm going to Chapel Hill. My gut's telling me Chapel Hill wins the game. It's fortuitous. I picked them to win early on this year. I didn't pick them to go undefeated, but I did pick them to lose a game. They lost that game. They needed to lose that game. I don't think they lose against Kilgore. That's that's why I picked them. Okay. Man, honestly. I don't know which one of these teams are better. I don't even think it matters, really. Like, they remind me so much of them and Long and Lindale remind me so much of, like, when I'm watching the NFC East play. Like, it don't matter how great the Eagles are. Like today, it don't matter how great they are. They struggled against Washington. And Washington could have easily took that game from them, you know, and that's kind of how these games are. It's like it don't matter how great Chapel Hill is. It don't yeah. matter how great Kilgore is or how great Lindale is. When they face each other, it is always a battle. And it doesn't always have to it, – it's not always that the best team comes out. It's kind of like you're saying, Corey, who shows up that day, you know, who plays their best football that day. 
you know, I I don't know. I I mean, the homer in me wants to say Chapel Hill, but I I don't have a reason for anybody if I say Chapel Hill. Right. I if, if then I'm thinking logically, I'm remembering the schedule with the the Carthage game, and I'm still thinking in my head like that that matters in some aspect, right? But it was week one too, so I'm arguing myself with that too with Kilgore. Like that was week one. Is it the same now? I don't know. I, all I'll tell you is that whoever wins this game is probably going to be because they make adjustments in the second half. You know, these are two good teams, and they're going to they gonna throw their best punch in the first half, and and honestly, it's probably not going to be enough. And it's going to be the adjustments that they make in the second half that pull it off. Um, Hmm. I, be, I remember I mean, Coach said it. It was like, "It's my, it's it's my horses against your horses." Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's just what it is. Like it, at this point, it ain't gonna matter. X's and O's ain't got nothing to do with this. You know what mm -hmm. to do. It's 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 eleven. It's eleven on eleven. Every individual battle, you got to whoop the man in front of you. I hate that I got to play this game. I don't no want to pick this. This, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. It's a tough one. Is that why when you normally do the games, you don't have to pick them, right? I mean, when is that how uh, it, uh, Herb Street gets out? He didn't when he does those game day stuff. He doesn't make the picks on the games he's doing. I mean, maybe that maybe that's why. It could mm. be Herb Street. That is. I, don't know. I ain't it, never it thought about that. That, that is it. smart. <laughs> when yeah. it, it it ticks me off when Herb Street always goes for Ohio State. That really did tick me off a little bit. Yeah. Ohio State well, wins every game. So so here's my take and and. and Corey may not agree with me, but this is the way I think the game is going to go. I think if it's a high-scoring game shootout, I think Chapel Hill wins. I think if the game stays low and it's more like kind of when Chapel Hill played Lindale where it's uh, you know 20 and 30 points for each team, I think Lind or Kilgore has the advantage. And they they have the – so I mean, 40 is kind of the middle there, but I think if it's a high-scoring high game, I think Chapel Hill has the advantage. And see, that's what I'm yeah. telling myself in my head. But then I'm like, I, it's like I'm literally arguing with myself. Like, what? if it's gonna go high scoring, you that then you have to admit that 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 Kilgore defense that's been there all year is not gonna show up. And it's like, can you say that out loud? And I'm like, nah, I can't. I can't okay. say that. Okay. Let me. <laughs> let me. Let me. Can you guys hear me? Yo. Yeah. Y'all good? Okay. Let me say this. I'm. I'm actually gonna refer before I pass the call. I'm gonna I'm gonna refer from what I said. I, I still have Chapel winning this game. Um listen. When we when we played Kilgore last year, our our mostly our game plan punch him in the mouth, basically. Keep punch punched him in the mouth. Let let's mm -hmm. let's 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 soften because we because we already knew we were probably gonna see Kilgore again. And when we probably see them again after we beat the heck out of them, that's probably they're they're probably going to be a little mad, they're going to be upset, and then their chances increase of beating us. But we're still going to come out when get to the fourth or fifth round or whatever. You you know, and fortunately it was a fifth round. We barely threw the ball against Kilworth. Ricky Stewart was the workhorse of that game. 
Yes, Demetrius Brisbane threw two touchdowns to both Alonzo McGregor and Javon Mayfield. But let me just go ahead and say this right now. Um, somebody told me last year from Kilgore, from Kilgore's team, and I'm not, I'm not going to say who it is. Somebody from Kilgore's team last year said, our defense will be better next year because we, we had just beat them in a the playoff game. They said, our defense will be better next year. And if you want to be honest, we're probably going to be one of the best defenses in probably the best defense in the district, maybe in the division. And the one thing that they were talking about was they were like, okay, that quarterback number three at Chapel Hill, which Demetrius Brisbane, they were like, uh, questioning, can he really throw the ball to beat us? That's what we're looking at, really, to be honest with you. Chapel Hill. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Chapel Hill. That that's what everybody I personally think that if he has time, if the offensive line gives him time, and he if he can find somebody open, it's just pick him apart. Like like at least at least throw the ball like maybe eleven or twelve times in in the game just to, you know, see what he can do, you know, as far as picking the defense apart. But that's what we're technically I think that's what most people are looking at. Can Demetrius Prisman throw the ball and can can they win their game that way? If they stop, the only way I think that Kilgore will win this game is if they stop Ricky Stewart and if they dominate the line of scrimmage. If they dominate the line of scrimmage on offense, Kilgore is going to win this game. That if kill if they dominate the line of scrimmage, Kilgore's going to win this game. But on defense, it's like okay, can can they stop Ricky Stewart? Can they stop Ricky Stewart? We already know that. Well, they maybe, dominate the line of scrimmage. They had to stop. I mean, yeah. So if they, if they go, yeah, if they dominate the line of scrimmage, it's going to be stopped. He's going to be stopped. They stop the run anyway. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm talking about uh, when I was talking about dominate the line of scrimmage, I was talking about. Offense. Well, you know, in the playoffs, in the playoffs, it uh they held him to under 100 yards rushing in that playoff game. It was it was more Brisbane and, and what Brisbane he was had able to, to rush do. over 100. Um, yeah, Brisbane was able to to throw and and rush to to get him out of there with that what was it three point lead or whatever. Um, I'm just gonna go. I'm you know what I at the beginning of the year after that Carter game, I felt like it was gonna be Kilgore. Um, I'm gonna go with Kilgore again because I don't want to hold nobody. But I'm probably gonna be wrong. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm probably gonna be wrong because there's no way to know for sure what's gonna happen in this game. I got a this feeling that when we get there Friday night, we will be surprised as to what happens. And uh, uh, either way, whoever wins, you know, congratulations. I'm not the type of person that's always like, you know, ref this or ref that. So. Um, Whoever wins, wins. And then we move on, and maybe we see each other again. Maybe these, very, these two teams meet in the playoffs. It's a very good chance that we have another rematch at some point. Yeah. Down so, but this well, is what I wanted anyway. I just didn't want to pick it. I'm a, you know, I I'm <laughs> I wanted to I'm see these two teams battle this. it out. I'm going to leave off by saying this. Mentally, it makes a difference for Chapel Hill to be the team that's been dominating them for years. Absolutely. So – Absolutely. Is it that is it that Kilgore has to beat Chapel Hill 
or is it that Chap Hill has to be killable? Because know. the mentality is different. Because if you're Chapel Hill, no, we've beaten them three times already. They got to come beat us. Or is yeah. it, no, they're coming here. We got, you see what I'm saying? Different mentality. Yeah, because you, you can look at it the other way and be like, they they stopped our run last year. We lost exactly. them by three so, in the playoff game. We so got to get it back. What's the mentality I don't, I don't know. Like, it? both teams have motives. Both teams have motives right. and they have great teams. It's going to come down to those adjustments of the coaches. And, I don't judge coaches, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what but coaches your defensive are doing guy. when they're looking at them your tablets. Defensive guy. I don't know. I it's, am. It's, and honestly, it's, that's, it's easy. It's easy to rattle a defense than it is an offense. Defense, you can you look at Alvin Mack. That's all I'm gonna say. I rest my case. Alvin Mack needs no motivation. Well, needless to say, I think it's gonna be a good one. And uh, it will. The net SN game of the week. The full ends on deck on this one. Uh, we'll have uh, Vince and I'll be in the booth. Uh, do we have a guest person in the booth this week? I got to be a guest. CM, go on it's in. Game. It's my first <laughs> football game, and and I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna bring my, my, my trap towel. It's not a trap uh, towel. Yeah, leave that trap towel at home. Leave that trap towel at home. We need a, We don't know what that means. Yeah, this is yeah. this is too even. We don't we don't need that. Uh. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna we'll have. It's not gonna okay. be trap game. We'll have a, we'll have there, and then we'll have a we'll have Mr. Red Zone there. I hear. Okay. Oh, I'll be there all game. All Thanks game. Thanks to some people at NetSN for hooking me up with some internet. Yeah, you know, it kind of helps to have a have an in since you're part of NetSN. It kind of helps a little bit, doesn't it? it? Does it does help a lot? So yeah, I'm, I'm, it's this is the game I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, I I know yeah. that it's probably a question you're about to ask, Brett, but that's yeah. This is this is my game. Kilgore Chapel Hill is the one that I am am looking forward to the most. It's been hyped up since game one at the start of the year. We knew at the end of the season we had Kilgore Chapel Hill to look forward to final week of the regular season. It's here now. And other than yeah, actually, since this is airing Wednesday, after now, Hayes in the barn. Like it's it's what it is, what it is. Like it's it's Friday night. Mm-hmm. Two good teams are gonna go out there and battle. And that's what I was gonna add. I'm picking Kilgore. But I'm not going to be surprised if Chapel Hill wins. Like it's not going to be yeah. an upset to me. Like it's I not think gonna be a surprise whoever mm-mm. wins the game. Whoever wins, yeah. No. It's if these two teams are evenly matched. You could flip a coin, and I'm I'm good with whoever. So I, I yeah, just absolutely. hope it's a good game. It's it's close enough for me that that if this game was in Kilgore, that I might have gone with Kilgore. Honestly, I think it's going to yeah. be that close of a matchup, just because I think the home crowd. It, it's a lot easier. To beat a team when you got your home crowd, the, the hype of the game is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just a different playing. That, at home. And that's how crazy this game is because there's so many different reasons to pick either one of these teams. Like mm-hmm. it is, I haven't felt this way all year about about any team. About not think one game that we picked, but that now I'm remember, I'm beside remember myself. Last I don't time know. I told you, remember last time I told you to pick pick a team, Brett? You picked Chapel Hill this week. Pick them. All right, you pick uh, now. Last week, now, no, no, you Corey, don't don't pick walk into this like you know what's going to happen. No, 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 no. I told him to pick. I told I didn't tell you to pick a team last week. I told you to pick a team week before. That was that was Tyler High. You wouldn't pick a Tyler High Longview. I mean Lufkin. I said pick Tyler High. No, no, okay, all right. Well, I could have sworn that you guys were telling me last week to pick some other another team in red and uh oh. we'll talk about that tonight but that don't worry we'll, we'll definitely talk about that one tonight i stand by it i do it again i, I do too i watched the game so i got a lot to talk about 
Okay. Exactly why, I can tell you exactly why they lost. All right. I was on the phone. I was on the phone. I'm just going to say this real quick. I was on the phone with, with Corey, and I told Corey I was trying to write in to the show so I could tell Van what they need to get out. <laughs> Bro, I I got a lot to talk about. We'll see Man. y'all on Wednesday. That's a great, hey, that's a great <laughs> tease right hey, there, that's Tonight. That's Bro. tonight. Tune in tonight at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> So that's going to do it for this uh, week's. This is our last regular season of Beast from the East show. We'll be back next week to talk playoffs. Playoffs. Here on NSN. Playoffs. So for Corey, Vince, Kyle, and and Christian, who's already jetted out, went went off to somewhere else. We'll catch you next week right here on NSN. The Power Plus Mouth Guard Beast from the East show. Night, everybody. Go Bulldogs. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use the Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And, you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite so he was able to speak clearly um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas. For proven, trusted medical care, you have a choice. Demand Azalea.